0: Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. I am so excited for today's interview, y'all. This is the first time I will have two guests on at the same time, and who we have on the other line are the hosts of the Moving Spotlight podcast, John Ruby and Corbin Coyle. How are you, gentlemen?
1: Good. Good. It'll be easy to tell us apart. I have a very (laughs)
0: low voice.
2: Yeah, Yeah, that's good.
0: That's good to know, actually, (laughs) because they will have to decipher who's who. I will try to uh, address each question to you specifically so that uh, everybody will know who's speaking first. So I'm going to start with John. Just give us a quick background about um, your actor's journey, who you are, and then we will move it over to Corbin for quick introductions.
1: That sounds great. So uh, yeah, so I, I'm actually, um, I'm from uh, Wisconsin originally. So nice. I grew up there, um, went to uh, university in, at Northwestern in the Midwest, uh, where I studied, Amber, I don't know if you remember this, I studied German. So yes. yeah, so I was not a theater major, um, which is fine. And then I packed up my car and moved out to LA. And realized, you know, I, um, I haven't taken any acting classes, but I, was, I always loved performing, singing, things like that. And so I started taking classes. Then I got into casting, um, worked in casting for a long time, um, started off at UDK, Ulrich Dawson Kritzer as an intern, and then I got hired there as an assistant. Then I got into commercial casting, being a session director. And then um, started working as an actor, and then also started teaching. So now my wow. yeah, so now my life consists of um, uh, teaching, casting, and, and acting. It's 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 a good it's a good mix.
0: I love it. And I was looking at your IMDb page, and you have been a busy person. I mean, your first uh, professional credit shows up in two thousand five, but you have many, 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 <laughs> many credits since then. So congratulations on a wonderful career, Corbin. Well, tell cool. us a little bit about you.
2: Yeah, yeah. I um I grew up in L.A. Uh, I, my cousin was an actor, so I would, would be on like set for a couple things that I was like always interested in seeing. I was six years old and excited to see some multicam and all that stuff. Didn't know what I was looking at, but it was fun to fun to watch. Uh, and then I kind of just kind of went to college for a business and just did like normal things. And I was missing that creative bone. Uh, so when I came back to L.A., I actually took John's class for, uh, and I've been doing it for like five years now, which is crazy. Um, and uh, it's just been fun, just kind of growing. And I'm, you know, we're working on this podcast to kind of uh, help people learn how to take control of their creative career. So I'm excited to keep going on that journey and kind of see where, where everything lands for me.
0: Well, I love that. And so that answers one of my questions for you is how you two know each other. So it was from class. That's where you first met.
1: Yeah. Corbin audited class, decided to join. I tried to kick him out, I couldn't get rid of him. Um, <laughs> kept you know, up. It kept showing up. <laughs> Uh, Corbin is one of the hardest working, most consistent, um, actors and people I know. And that was really, really impressive. And what was, what happened was I, I, I two things happened. One is I really want to start a podcast and Corbin, and I started chatting about that. And we, we were both excited about that. And then I also want to start a theater group. And so we, we started that. And, um, unfortunately the theater group kind of dissolved, but the podcast continued and, Corbin and I have just become become good buddies because we spend time on the podcast and acting and you know helping each other with auditions and things like that. So it's been a pretty pretty cool um, a journey.
0: That's awesome. And yeah, that was going to be another question was how the podcast came about and what is it as far as tell us a little bit about your your podcast. Um, John, I'll have you answer this. Tell us a little bit about your podcast, why it came about, and what it is you're wanting to achieve with your podcast.
1: Yeah. So so Corbin uh, uh, mentioned it, but I would just reiterate you know, we really want to help artists take control of their creative career. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it, lot of, um, a lot of our audience is actors, but also writers, directors, um, you know, casting directors. We, we've interviewed everyone from like, um, you know, casting directors that are, that are currently working on stuff to a couple that quit their jobs and travel uh, in their RV and make like YouTube videos. So, Love it. you know, YouTubers, influencers, we just interviewed um, Anna Kana, it hasn't come out yet, but you know, she's got 2.8 million uh, YouTube followers. And you know, we, we like to talk to people that are doing things in the entertainment space. Yeah. Um, and how to kind of create your own projects, right? Because that's one of the big things Corbin and I talk about is, you know, if you're auditioning and doing things, but how do you create your own projects You know, um, whether it's something like this, Amber, which is which is amazing, your podcast, but like that you have control over because there's so much we don't have control over. How do we find the things that we can spend time on that we that's work, but also we enjoy and helps get us towards our, you know, towards our end
0: goals? I love that. And uh, Corbin, I'll direct this question toward you. What have you learned the most by doing the podcast?
2: (laughs) It's a good question. Uh, So much. I mean, it's just as John kind of said, it's, it's it's finding that momentum, finding the things that kind of inspire you every day to keep going with it. Um, I think it's important for people to find that kernel of truth within themselves and know what they like doing and how they keep going. So that's kind of what I've learned is every day, kind of hustling and, you know, kind of the hard work that comes with a podcast, you think it's just a couple people chatting, and I'm sure you know, Amber, it's mm-hmm. not that easy. Uh, so it's just kind of been fun to kind of grow and, uh, you know, speak to something that I care a lot about. And that other people also care about. Like John was mentioning, there's a bunch of creative types that are just as hardworking as us and we we are excited to just kind of pick their brain and learn what learn what makes them tick.
0: Yeah, I love that. And John, what about you? What have you learned in doing this podcast?
2: Yeah, I was I was thinking about that
1: as as you asked it. For me, one is like preparation is key. So, you know, even people I know really well, some are close friends, some are new people that, you know, have have either reached out to us or we've been connected to. So getting prepared and figuring out kind of what we want to talk about, what we want to deep dive into, that's been really helpful. And then also it's just been nice to have an excuse to reach out to people that I really care about Mm -hmm. um, and people I've worked with, people I want to work with again. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a neat... You know, I, I say excuse, but it's 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 a great reason for me to reach out to people. And I think sometimes, you know, everyone gets so involved in their own lives that, that life can get busy. And so it's really cool to be able to, you know, like I reach out to my buddy, Jeff Pierre, who's on who's on Walker and have him come on the, sh- the show and just love it and have a great time and talk about his journey and what, what he's been through and going through. And just to kind of to almost catch up, but also just reconnect. Um, yeah. And not, you know, it's a great reason to, to do that.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I actually just this morning listened to your episode with Christine Horn, and I am a huge fan of Christine Horn. I've read her book. I listened to her podcast. Her podcast is the reason I am doing podcasts, advertising anchor. And I was like, what is this anchor? What is this anchor? And I finally just like put it on my phone and it was on my phone for a minute. And yeah. I finally like hit play and like recorded, but her interview was fantastic. So great job on a wonderful interview.
1: Well, thank you. And yeah, we, she, she was someone we were referred to and she was just amazing. And her website, if people get a chance, check yeah. out her, her website is like total kick-ass website. Like as far as actor websites, it's for me, it's, it's a, it's one I've referenced for some of my students and stuff, because she's just got a great website. I mean, she has a you know huge body of work. Um, and you know she's super talented, and I, and I love her website. So that's really neat to, uh, yeah. I'm glad you you mentioned her. She's
0: yeah, and her book Playing Small, small is a very small read. Like it, it's a small. It's not a large book. It's an easy read, mm-hmm. and it has such nuggets. So I recommend that to any of your listeners. You know, to pick up Christine's book because it's it's a fabulous actor. You know, actor book. Well, that's good. Uh, we'll have to <coughs> mention that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, another thing that uh, you you touched on, John, uh, as far as, you know, reaching out to people that you haven't spoken to in a long time. I also feel like having a podcast allows you accessibility to some people you may not normally have reached to uh, because you're offering them a platform to share about what they do, which we don't always get to connect with some people. Have you found um, an ability to reach out to people that you normally wouldn't maybe reach out to?
1: Yeah, I, I would definitely. Yeah, we've definitely done that. We we've actually um, been talking more about reaching out to people that we don't know as well. Yeah. Um, or, so that's been interesting. I mean, we've definitely started with like our closer circle and said, OK, here's our circle. Like, who's yep. you know, here's you know." And then we've kind of been expanding out from that. And that has definitely been um, been very cool. I mean, I think the other thing is Corbett and I, we both enjoy um, taking risks. Yep. And I think this is a big thing for people. This idea of taking risk is something that I think is really, really important for people to try. You know, um, we just recorded, I'm, I'm in a play right now. And we just recorded an episode with uh, four of the cast, the director, the producer. So there was like seven of us, which was a lot. But but Corbin and I were like, let's let's try it. Let's <laughs> see how it out. goes for the podcast. Let's <laughs> figure it out for the podcast. And it felt like a risk. Uh, you know, it wasn't that big of a risk. But for us, you know, we were a little nervous and excited. And it turned out great. Um, and we learned from it. And I think, you know, taking that risk and reaching out to people you don't know, I really, I I, I think that's part of growth. I think yeah. out past, you know, in the world of risk is where growth happens. So, um, you know, that's, that's important to me. And, and, you know, I'd say Corbin too. And so that's what we're
2: trying to do, you know, with the podcast is continue to grow and continue to take risks. Yeah. I found it kind of amazing how much of a chance we're willing to do, but also all of our guests as well. Like everybody is so willing to and that seems to be the common thread amongst everybody who's successful uh, is that they're yeah. willing to take
0: those chances. And that's Absolutely. And I love at the end of your podcast, how you do the, you know, bad actor segment. How did that, Corbin? <laughs> can you tell, can you tell us a little bit, Corbin, how that came about?
2: Uh, well, we had a couple of segments in the be- beginning that we were trying to throw in because we knew we wanted to have some fun. We our, The idea of the podcast is to be like a casual way to learn. Um, yes. So we wanted to have some sort of fun opportunity to showcase- everybody you know is, does it just like we do. you know it's just one one pant leg at a time. Uh, so we just wanted to have a fun segment of your best bad actings or something that would make somebody you know get out of their head, just kind of go for it. Uh, and like we like we said we're a very pro- uh, predominantly actor based is our audience so we we know it would be fun for people to see maybe some of their favorites like Christine Horn or somebody do just terrible acting or maybe just really good acting. you're like, how did you pull that off? Um, right? So it's just fun to do.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was super fun. I remember your segment with Lori Records and uh she <laughs> oh, was yeah. a crack up. Like she went for it and that was so much fun to listen to. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's 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 sometimes sometimes our favorite is non-actors when they try to do yes. it because yes. they 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 put a lot of pressure on themselves and it's like no no the point is to be bad so you really can't you can't screw it up but we can see them in their heads you know and but then when they go for it it is like the most it's the most exciting fun thing yeah Lori was one of those where she went for it and that was it was cracking us up
2: Lori's was so good also a little spoiler alert but Anna's episode next week uh, she does uh, a puppet show she does different voices <laughs> and it's so funny like when I was rewatching it I was like this is this is gold she really went for it yeah some people are using props and stuff so
1: we give we give. Points to uh, creativity and, and originality. Only one person's got out of it, Amber. One person I forgot, and then we tried to get him back on, and they were like, "No," and I was like, "Oh man, so
0: that's we're, amazing!" We're and isn't that great? It's just like you know that the the joys of being human. Like we've got yes. those moments in the podcast where it's like you know sometimes you know things you forget to ask a certain question or, you know, things happen, but it's just like, that's the realness of, of what we're doing. You know, it's like one of you used the word honesty. I think it was you Corbin, you know, coming from an honest place, you know, that's what we do in our acting and hopefully that's what we do in our lives. And, um, that's what makes it interesting. You know, the beautiful mistakes.
1: (laughs) Well, well, definitely. And, you know, I'm, I'm, like I mentioned, I'm, I'm doing a play right now. And one of the things that I remind myself and, you know, the other actors, if, you know, if, if they ask is, it's kind of not about each individual performance, in my opinion, it's kind of about the process and about the reps and just knowing that, you know, some nights it's going to feel amazing. Some nights it's not going to feel as good. Some nights the audience is going to be really receptive. Some nights are going to be quiet and that's totally fine because I think yeah. we can also get a bit wrapped up in the results. You know, mm. we can get re- wrapped up in the external. And I really, really think that like, you know, one of the things that, I talk about with my actors and even Corbin and I talk about it, it's like, you know, just getting these reps of, of doing the podcast each time, you know, we're learning, we're getting better, we're, you know, finding ways to kind of um, find ease in the process. Mm-hmm you know
0: yeah and giving each other grace you know yeah. it's like to be able to make mistakes and learn and grow and all these things and and where you are now is i'm sure much further from where you were in your first podcast and you're going to continue to grow and it's just it's wonderful so john you mentioned your play can you talk a little yeah. bit about the play are you at liberty to talk about what's coming up for that
1: sure yeah no the um i'm doing a play called the effect by lucy Preble. She is a writer on succession right now. So this is the West coast premiere of the play. Mm. Um, It's been out for a couple of years. It's a really great play. It's, it deals with the topic of um, if pharmaceuticals and antidepressants, you know, if they help, if they should be used and for how long. So Mm. it's kind of a deep, you know, it kind of deals with depression, deals with um, uh, mental, mental health Um, and my, my character, I am a drug developer, so I think you'd know which, uh, which direction my character goes (laughs) towards that. Um, but it's a really great play. It's really well written and we're doing it at the, um, at least Institute for those that know Los Angeles, it's uh, Santa Monica, Fairfax in the Maryland Monroe theater. There's a production company that's independent of them. Uh, called sixty six productions, and uh, so um, that's we're doing we're doing it there. And what's wonderful about it, you know, this is something that that is good to keep in mind. I worked with this director three and a half four years ago on the play Fool for Love by Sam Shepard, which we did in L.A. and New York. And it's the same director, and it's one of the reasons I did the project is because I really wanted to work with her again, um, Kimberly Harris, uh, who, who we we do interview on our podcast. But also just that idea of relationships and finding people that you want to work with or that i want to work with and really making an effort to do that again and again and again i think that's a really important thing for actors to find you know who is your tribe who are those people that like this person works as hard or harder than me this person cares as much or more than me because those are the people i think that are going to really push you and be your advocates
0: yeah, I love that. And Corbin, so you met taking John's class, two part question, how did you find John's class and what has kept you in John's class?
2: <laughs> uh, good old Yelp to answer your first question. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> Just Yelp. Was searching around, trying to find a good class. Um, I had taken a, a couple classes in San Francisco, but it's not the same. Um, and so I was coming back and I was, I was excited to find something a little bit more on camera work. Uh, and I yeah, found it on Yelp. And then what keeps me coming is, uh, honestly, like John's everything he said about Kimberly as well, it's like his hard work and his creativity and, and his ability to kind of like see things that maybe I don't see or in his and willingness to also uh, let me see things that he doesn't see as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's important to find a teacher who's just as excited about the work, uh, if not more than you. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I keep coming back. I think the community at the school is great. Um, yeah, it's just everybody wants to help each other out, and it's—I think it's rare to find that. So, like, if you find a good community, it's—it's um, it's important to keep a hold of that.
0: It's yeah. so true. And John, can you tell us a little bit about the class when you have your class, how the class came about, and kind of a little bit of the structure of your class?
1: Yeah. So the. Um... The class is um, – so I'm, I'm co-owner of an acting studio called the Storytellers Conservatory. Okay. People can uh, people can Google. Um, the other uh, teachers' co-owners is uh, uh, um, Charles Carpenter and Sean Sharma. They are both working actors and casting professionals. Um, and so um, what happened was um, six years ago, Sean had kind of asked me to teach, and I was kind of busy. And I had taught like a commercial class a while ago um and then sean asked me to teach more theatrical stuff and i said yes and i just loved it i just found that teaching for me fed me in the sense of like artistically um i just i got so excited for my students i got so excited for class uh it was just kind of a win-win um and so my class um Right now it's a a Sunday class at at two o'clock. I had a couple more, but I had to kind of combine them because of the the play in my schedule. But it's all on Zoom at the moment, um, which is great because during the pandemic, got some new favorite students that are in New York City and Atlanta and Chicago and and, um, uh, all over the country, which has been really neat. Um, I even taught a special class through Zoom for uh, a school in Australia. So that's been really great. Um, But I know kind of coming up, We'll we'll be going back probably to some still on Zoom, but then also in person. And that's, um, you know, I teach in Silver Lake uh, in Los Angeles. Um, And yeah, it's mostly the big focus is I come from a world of like, you know, script analysis, scene study, but it's a lot of on camera stuff because, you know, most people in Los Angeles, like I love theater, but you want to be doing TV and film. And really the way you do that is you have to be a really great auditioner. You got to be comfortable on camera. And there's a lot of schools that teach scene study, which is wonderful. But we really stress putting yourself on camera, putting yourself on tape, and being comfortable with that because that is, you know, auditioning or self-taping is really how you're going to get on set, um, especially if you're, you know, newer or newer-ish. And so that's really my my specialty is to get get people comfortable on camera and get them booking.
0: Oh, that's great! No, I love that. And um, I, uh, you mentioned Sean Sharma, and I uh, always appreciate his um, activity during any type of voting season for SAG. I love how, uh, you know, um, involved he is. Yes. Um, yes. so I, I love that you're partnered with him because, uh, I think he's good people.
1: Yeah. He's a good, uh, he's a, he's a big SAG after the union, uh, advocate, you know, he, mm-hmm. wants, he wants what's best, uh, for the, for the actors. And then the other thing I'd just say is one of my big, big things for, for, for actors is I really like to try to, and this is something that like, Corbin's been great at is you, you got to fulfill the role, but you also got to try to bring yourself to it. Those Mm -hmm. two things. And that is like where I push, push, push my actors is like, how do you fulfill this role? And if there's an opportunity, how do you bring what makes you interesting, unique, funny, dark, you know, how do you bring that to it? And if there's an opportunity, and that's when I get excited is kind of the, is the exploration. And I think that's really, where, you know, really artistic, um, uh, it can get really interesting and artistic, you know, is is, is with that, you know, that, that fulfillment. Because, you know, everyone's got like a, their own unique laugh, right? Mm-hmm. I love people's, hearing people's laughs, you know? And so it's like, well, is there an opportunity to, sh- to share that? You know, like, and I think that's something that we, sometimes we try to fill a certain box that we think they want.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, versus, okay, how can I, you know, bring myself to this? But still, you know, I can't be, I can't be. I still need to stay within the 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 limits of the world, you know. Or yeah.
0: World, right? Yeah, and it's so true, especially you know, as you talk about auditioning, and you know, we're in a self tape world. It's like you think about how many tapes these casting directors see. And you have to bring something unique to the table. You know, something, uh, you know, we, like you said, there's only one of each of us, right? And so it's like, what makes us interesting for this character? What can we do differently? And otherwise, it's just like, it's exhausting. I, You've worked in casting to watch the same thing over and over and over again, just reading the page. It's mm-hmm. like, no, we got to paint some colors here. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's, you know, working in like commercial casting, a lot of times, you know, some people kind of dismiss it and say oh it's just it's just the look and sometimes there are roles where they need a certain look because they don't have time to kind of explain the role you know they yeah. just like okay we need someone that looks like a bouncer so it's like mm-hmm. they don't have time to explain why this person you know in the group but many 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 times and i've been in the room what that actor brings is the reason they book it you know yeah. over and over again i mean i know that makes sense but it's like maybe it's a little bit of improv maybe it's behavior, maybe it's a look, maybe it's a connection with the chemistry between the two actors, you know, Um, uh, all those things that, you know, that we are in control of. Um, I think that is a really, you know, an important part that I don't, I don't like to give away my control. I like Mm -hmm. to say, hey, you know, how can, you know, I don't know. I'm actually curious, Corbin, is there a challenging role that you've had either like from class or for auditioning that you can think of?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think it's like, uh, I have a couple auditions coming up that are, they're, it's kind of putting yourself out there. Well, oddly enough, they're actually both like creepy, crazy guy roles. of
0: <laughs> Fun. You
2: know, I don't know why I'm falling into time that. Typecast, yeah. typecast. Uh, but it's like kind of like the guy from You, like it's just kind of that mm-hmm. vibe where it's like charming at first and then suddenly not. Yeah. Um, and those are, I always have fun doing, but they're challenging because you have to like go to these extreme lengths that are not normal. Um, or, like, I guess you, like, suppress that day-to-day, day, you know? Like, you're not supposed yeah. to yell at people or try to harm people. So it's, like, those have been fun and interesting to kind of explore. Um, and, yeah, I just kind of, like, now John forces me to throw in a laugh at every scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, no, Amber, you know, one of the things is I do feel like the stuff we hide in our regular life a lot of times is the stuff that's gold when we're acting yeah for
0: absolutely sure. you know absolutely
1: the the fact we can't scream at people when we want to we're allowed to do that in acting you know mm-hmm. the, the fact we maybe want to you know uh, argue about something or feel vulnerable about something you know we hide all of that and I think in acting allows us to tap into that and access that but we get so um, calloused that we you know sometimes it can be hard to un- unlock that chest uh, again, you know, unlock it's that. It's so
0: true, or it's like that whole theory of watching somebody try not to cry is so much yeah. more interesting than watching somebody just break into tears. Yeah, you know, it's like it's 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 pushing against that. Um, and so yeah, I, I I love I love all of what you're saying. Um, and so getting back to the podcast, uh, Corbin, question for you: Is there anybody that has really surprised you, or is there anything that's been said that has shocked you? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh i think the casting directors have been really surprising in yeah. the sense of like uh one just like surprising where it is so obvious and so simple but they what they're asking for is very specific to them mm-hmm. uh and i think that's really interesting and I, i've been finding that fascinating to listen to our episode and then re-listen to it to try to understand even more um so that has always going kind of pulled me back in where it's these these people that are just people, but they are yeah. specifically looking for something and they have their rules, they have their ways that they want it done. So it's just, you know, the ability to be able to listen and kind of, um, know who your audience is and don't try, don't try to overstep where, where you don't want to. And, you know, like as John mentioned, like maybe there's like some improvising if it's a commercial or depending on who that casting director is. Um, that's been, that's been fascinating me, uh, and kind of what I've learned. Yeah. Um, it's I, every episode I've learned something new. It's, it's been a fun journey.
0: Yeah, I, that whole thing, you know, we we teach what we need to learn, you know, and I'm the same way. Every interview that I have, I learn something new, and I think that's the joy of this: is that I am, I am, you know, I don't claim to be a teacher; I claim to be somebody who has. Uh, access to information and I share the information. You
2: know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just
0: I'm a conduit of information. And um John, working in casting um for you know the period of time that you have, did that help you humanize casting directors to where it put less pressure on you or do you still get the butterflies?
1: They are not human. No, they are they are, <laughs> they, are they are they are I'm just kidding casting directors. Um no I yes I they, it it a hundred percent did. You know, it, it, it's it's done a couple things um, working in casting. One is, uh, first of all, I see how much they want actors to be great. Mm-hmm. I really see that over and over again and how much they're fans of actors. That's why they're – almost all of them are are in the business. They love it. They love shows. They love film. They love actors. You know, that is that – is, I just – I see that over and over again. You know, if you deal with someone who's kind of, let's say, a, a jerk that they're – I really think they're the exception because I deal with a lot of them but I also see how, um, and it can sound obvious, how much, how specific casting directors are because their job is specific. And so mm-hmm. how prepared they need actors to be, like mm-hmm. way prepared. And I was just thinking about this, this idea of like the difference between like saying, I think I'm good and I know I'm good. And yeah. I think those are two different, I, 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 think, I think those are two different things. I feel like those are, th- those, are, those are different. So this idea of like, oh, I think I'm good, I think I've got this, versus I know I'm good, is a completely different mindset. Yeah. And 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 to kind of cross that bridge is what I see a lot of times when I'm on the casting side, and I see actors come in, and you could see it as confidence, or you could see it as you know kind of uh, energy, but to me, that's a really big thing that casters, casting directors, respond to. Yeah. Um, because they want to get excited, they want to find the right person for the job. They want to find new actors. I I really, I always, you know, hear that from casting directors. Um, it definitely has demystified the process. Yeah. I mean, I started booking acting work when I started casting. It definitely went hand in hand. Uh, the only thing Amber I've found is like for my brain, because I worked in casting so long, I know what's going on in the room because I have to be hyper aware when I'm doing casting. So it's hard to turn that part of my brain off when I'm acting.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That makes sense. Has, has the self tape world been of use to you because of that? So that you're not necessarily in the room with them, but rather. Yeah.
1: I'm crushing it. I'm crushing it. I'm crushing (laughs) the self tape world. Amber. Um, the only challenging thing with that is my wife is my reader and man, she's got notes, Amber. She's got a lot (laughs) of notes. She's always around. She's always got notes and, uh, no, she's the best. She's, uh, I know I've, I've really been enjoying self tapes and I think it's, it's, it's vital that actors, you know, feel super comfortable going into a room because that's where I think, you know, where things are now, it feels like it's going to be self tapes for first calls and then like bookings off of that or in the yeah. room for chemistry or for bigger parts. Yeah, so you, you got it. You really got to, you got to be comfortable with both.
0: Yeah. It's the new normal. Get used to it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Embrace Mm it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Corbin, do you have, um, do you have a dream guest that you would love to have on your podcast?
2: Dream guest? Oh, that's a, I you know, I haven't even thought about that. But we're we're big fans of smart lists, So like any of those guys. Wouldn't would be that great.
0: be amazing? <laughs> oh <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh well, what if you had all three at the same time? All three,
2: I feel like, like it would be it would be just too much sarcasm at all times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. How about you, John? Do you have a dream guest? Well, let me think about You know, um a, a Tom
1: Cavanaugh is a buddy of mine who I've been trying to get on the show. He's on the flash and stuff, mm-hmm. and he kept saying yes, but not locking up a time. So first of all. Tom, sign up. <laughs> calling uh, you out. <laughs> calling you out right now, Tom Cavanaugh. Um, no, I, I love that guy, but he um, he said he would do it, and he still hasn't done it yet. Um, but I would say dream guest, uh, I mean, oh, gosh, that's such a good question. I think, wow, I think I would love to, like, I don't know how, how what kind of a guest he'd be, but I'd love to interview, like, like um, Christian Bale. I just oh, think he's really, right. fascinating. I don't know, for him, his acting, he's one of those people that like, he just, it, all his work is just so good. I mean, you know, I I guess I, I, I haven't seen that many interviews with him, but yeah, um, I think he would be a great, uh, oh, great. And then, and then um, guests on SmartList, I, I would also love to interview David Spade, David Spade's oh, yeah. interview on that. I don't know that guy. Some people have certain senses of humor that just get to me. And like David Spade's sense of humor um, just makes me laugh. So, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Anytime you get to sit across from Joe Durte, It's a, yeah. good <laughs> a good day.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. So what about you, Amber? Any, any um, dream guests?
0: you know it's amazing because I like you started um, with my inner circle you know yeah. and the people I knew and like slowly branched out but I remember when I reached out to Audrey Moore you know from Audrey mm-hmm. Helps Actors like yeah. that was a big reach for me because yeah. I didn't know her I'd just been a fan of, of the podcast yep. Um. so when I had the opportunity to meet her and then once I got a yes from her I got yeah. the courage to reach out to more people mm-hmm. and it's amazing how I have not had a no like people are really excited to share their stories and you know that's what I that's what I absolutely just love um, about this is that I get the opportunity to talk to so many people and so many different you know um genres of acting and 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 markets and it's i just i i feel so grateful and blessed to have this platform
1: well i think one of the cool things with where technology is is that you can reach those people amber and they don't have to like drive you know to a studio or wherever that yeah is. and and i found for me with like um with class which is what's been cool with people, you know, learning about zoom and being comfortable with it is I can be other places. So I can be on a job like, you know, I'm shooting a film in Chicago this summer, and I'm still be able to teach my class. Yes. Um, while I'm somewhere else. And so I think that's a really cool thing too, where we can be a a bit more mobile. Um, and and still, you know, be working on our podcasts or material or self-tapes or things like that.
0: Yeah, it's wonderful. And, you know, as you know, yeah. with mine, I do all of mine audio. So it's like okay. no hair and makeup required. You can be in your PJs <laughs> chilling in your bed and we can have a conversation. It's great.
1: <laughs> I was hoping Corbin would bring over cold brew since we had to meet up. He didn't bring me any, any coffee, but that's all right. I'm, that's I'm not much of a coffee guy. <laughs> yeah,
0: he's That's amazing. You know. Yeah, I literally have a cat in my lap and my dog at the foot at my feet and she's snoring. And so I'm like, Oh, we might just get a little snore pickup in the background. It happens.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely kind of nice not having to drive all over town and things
0: like that. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, we are at the 30 minute mark. So I want to make sure everybody has the opportunity to reach you and follow you. I'll start with you, Corbin. Um, Do you are you on social media? How can people follow you and follow the podcast?
2: Yeah, um, I'm easiest to find on Instagram, uh, Corbin underscore Coil. Uh, super easy, just uh, to just search on there. I'm also on Facebook, but mainly Instagram. Uh, we have uh, at the Moving Spotlight on Instagram, uh, uh, Pod underscore TMS on Twitter, and um, you can follow us on our website, which is themovingspotlight.com.
0: Okay, love it. And John, how can people follow along your journey?
1: Sure. Yeah. For me, um, they can find me on Instagram at John five, Ruby, the number five. Um, my middle name is Jacob. So I used to do John J Ruby and people would forget the J so they'd go to (laughs) random, random people. So they're like, and five, my favorite number. So people are like, why the five? So John five Ruby, um, they can also go to on Instagram, uh, fire acting, um, fire acting is a, um, is a, is a talk. And an acting technique that I created. Uh, it's a talk I give, but usually at SAG when when SAG after is is open. Um, Amber, I don't think we chatted about this, but it's um, each of the letters stands for something. So it's um, uh, freedom, uh, imagination, relationship, and exploration. Oh, love uh, it! Yeah, and so it's you know it's a way into the into into you know acting acting work. Um, so they can do those two things. Yeah, they can go, and then also they can go to johnruby.com. Okay. Uh, so that uh, that website. Um, but yeah, no, we're definitely we we release episodes every Wednesday of the Moving Spotlight. Um, and, you know, we're mostly entertainment focused, but we'll, we'll throw some other ones on there, um, you know, just to just to change it up.
0: Yeah, you have a wonderful eclectic. A group of uh, participants that have come on to your podcast, which I really love. I've I've enjoyed listening to the podcast, and you guys keep it upbeat, you keep it fun, you keep it moving. Um, and so I think you guys, you know, really found a nice niche, and in uh, and, and it's a really great listen. So thank you for doing the podcast.
1: Of course, and your episode's going to be up there soon, soon. Well, in. that's yeah. soon. Yeah. Yeah. So you have that's to subscribe the- and then keep an oh, eye okay. out for Amber's. Amber was amazing on our podcast. You were a great great guest we really enjoyed it oh
0: i had a great time so being that this is actors inspiration corbin i'll start with you do you have any closing words of inspiration for any of the listeners that are either just getting started on their journey maybe have been on their journey for a moment and are in a lull what words of inspiration do you have for the actor
2: i think just kind of go out there and just do it i mean it's so easy to kind of ruminate and stay in, in your bubble of wondering how it's going to go well um and i already mentioned that next week anna cona's episode she talks about how she's like 80% good enough and like she just ships it and it's like i kind of love that i love that i think there's i mean obviously put a lot of work into it and care about the projects that I think perfectionism is going to get you to slow down and not not do what you actually want in this world. So that'd be my that'd be my I
0: love that. And that reminds me of I I don't know if we talked about or didn't talk about during the podcast. I don't recall. But Audrey Moore self-tape May that I participated again this year. And I got Mm. to the point where finished was better than perfect. Mm, Like I just wanted to complete it. Like, you know, didn't mean I didn't want to do the work, but sometimes finished is better than it is than perfect. You know, sometimes we just have to go this. This is great. Like this is going to be what it's going to be, you know, and send it off. Um, And so, John, what about you? What parting words of inspiration do you have for your fellow artist community?
1: Yeah. First of all, I would say find your partners, find your tribe, you know, whether that's a class, whether that's someone that's going to, you know help you produce a play, do a short film, do a feature film. I think finding those, those teammates uh, that inspire you, that push you that they're feeling good when you're feeling bad or you're feeling good when they're feeling bad. I just think that's so, so important because we can kind of feel very siloed. So, you know, reach out and, and, you know, hold on to those people that, that, that are positive inspirations. And, and also I just say, sometimes I think about with actors, there's like, there's kind of three types. There's like powerless, powerful and empowered, you know, and sometimes actors can feel powerless where they're like, I don't know, the phone's not ringing. You know, what do I do? What do I do? You know, powerful can be kind of someone who's, you know, full of themselves, only thinking of themselves. And then an empowered actor to me is someone who is taking charge of their career, is being proactive, creating their own projects, responsible, um, you know, doing what they say they're going to do. And, you know, I always try to just, I think being an empowered actor is such a healthy place to come from.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. That's, that's really great uh, words of wisdom. Are there any things or any projects or any, anything that I did not touch on that you wanted to share or promote or something that you've got going on that we didn't get a touch on?
1: Corbin, do you have anything? No, no,
2: nothing at the moment. I mean, the podcast has been taking a big big portion of our time so please like come out and give it a listen give us a review we're, we're really excited to have our community and it's we seeing it grow so yep. keep can coming.
1: i think that'd be great and and people can keep an eye out i'm, I'm doing a film in chicago this summer called searching for you mm-hmm. so uh, i don't know how much they're they're promoting it yet and stuff but um you know that's something that if people want to um kind of keep tabs on uh, that's cool. a fun film to be part of. So. Great. And I'm
0: sure if they follow you on social media, you'll be having updates and all kind of stuff like that on the filming as well, I imagine.
1: Exactly. Yep. For sure.
0: I love it. Well, gentlemen, thank you for coming on my podcast. Thank you for graciously inviting me onto your podcast. I close every episode by saying if nobody else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. Have a beautiful day, gentlemen, and we will talk soon. Thanks, Amber. Thank you, Amber. Have, have, have a great day. Great one. Bye. Bye.